We welcome you to the ADHD Smarter Parenting Podcast. Here to heal and elevate lives is your parenting coach, Siope Kinikini. Hey everyone, it's me. My name is Siope. I am one of the hosts here at the Smarter Parenting Podcast. Thank you for joining me. I am so happy to be here today because I'm talking about a topic that I feel like a lot of parents need to discuss and evaluate when they're dealing with their children who have ADHD. Now, first of all, I just want to give a shout out to you, all of you parents who are listening, wherever you may be. I'm always fascinated when I hear that people are driving or they're working and they're listening to the podcast. They are, you know, gardening or they are doing chores in their house. And I find comfort in knowing that I can be your companion for a short amount of time just to give you some information on ways that you can help your child improve their behaviors in your home. Now, today's topic has to do with ADHD, but also with ODD, which if you don't know what that is, it's Oppositional Defiant Disorder. Now, Oppositional Defiant Disorder is something separate than ADHD, but the reason I feel it's important for parents to evaluate this is a recent study from CHAD, and if you are unfamiliar with CHAD, they are the Children and Adults with Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. They do studies about how ADHD is progressing, how it's affecting families, things that are helpful for treatment. In their study, they found that 40% have oppositional defiant disorder. This is a study from 600 children from the ages of 7 to 9. So when you top ADHD with something like oppositional defiant disorder, that is a recipe for a lot of frustration for parents That is something that a lot of parents can struggle with initially because they're not sure exactly what am I treating here. Am I treating the ADHD or is this oppositional defiant disorder behavior the thing that I need to be focusing on? So during this podcast, I'm going to talk to you about oppositional defiant disorder and ADHD. We're going to do three things. First, we're going to get the definition of what ODD is. Second, we are going to talk about treatment. So what are the things that you can do? And the third thing is what you can do in your own home in order to help your child, whether they have ADHD or ODD. It doesn't matter because there is a skill that you can use to help both issues when your child is struggling with both. Let's talk a little bit about ODD. This is brought about because I had parents contact me for help with their son. So Kate and Jason have a son named Jared. He is eight years old and Jared is exhibiting some very difficult behaviors. Now, in addition to already being diagnosed with ADHD, which he is being treated for, they've noticed an increase in his defiance to them and also to other people. So let's talk about ODD. What is oppositional defiant disorder? Or what are the symptoms? This is what you're looking for in your children. They often lose their temper They often argue with adults or other people who are in charge. They often actively defy or refuse to comply with adults' requests or the rules. 
They often deliberately annoy people. They often blame others for his or her mistakes or misbehavior. They often are touchy or easily annoyed by other people. They are often angry, resentful, spiteful, and vindictive. Now, as I went through that list, I know a lot of parents are thinking, well, yeah, that's my child. What we are looking for are a pattern of behaviors that fall in these symptoms that are consistent across the board. Meaning, if your child is going to be defiant with you as an adult, your child is also defiant to their teacher or to any other adult, a grandparent, an uncle, a neighbor. It's this consistency where it doesn't matter who is the adult or who is in charge. They're just being defiant to everyone. They're also breaking the rules everywhere. So you're looking for these types of behaviors. Do they get annoyed easily? Do they bother people regardless of the situation? If you're in church, are they bothering their siblings if you're at home? Do they do the same thing? Do they do the same thing when you're at the store or when you're at a family function? You're looking for these patterns of behavior where your child is exhibiting these symptoms. And once you can nail down that these are the issues that you're working with, then you know, well, okay, we have something in addition to the ADHD. Kate and Jason had contacted me about their son, Jared, And in our discussion, Jared was exhibiting some of these behaviors. He had already been diagnosed with ADHD, and he has been to school, so they are working on that. But they started to notice some behaviors in him where he was being defiant, both to the teacher, to the principal, and to his parents. They had him stay with Jared's grandparents for the weekend, and they noticed that Jared's behavior was pretty consistent. He was still defiant to authority and to the rules. And so they reached out and they said, okay, our child has ADHD. Something more is going on. We're trying to figure it out. And as we started to discuss, I asked them to go in and get an evaluation with their mental health professional, which they did. And it came back that he has ADHD and ODD. Now, you may be wondering, what is the treatment for ODD? Unlike ADHD, where there are some medications that you can take for it, most of the time, oppositional defiant disorder cannot be treated with medication. There are some medications that can help calm your child down, but in most instances, this is something that a lot of children do grow out of, or they learn how to cope. That was the next question that they had for me, can children now grow oppositional defiant disorder? And it does seem like some children do outgrow it over time. However, you're looking at how long they're going to be defiant or how long they have been defiant. If they were defiant when they were four and they continue to do so and it just escalates until they are six, seven, eight, uh, you're looking at trying to get more help for your child to deal with some of these negative emotions. Now, what can you do? One thing that works for both ADHD and ODD together 
is the skill of effective praise. Now, I have talked about effective praise a lot. And the reason that I talk about effective praise so much is because people don't realize how simple and yet effective it can be in helping a child change their behavior. When you, as a parent, focus on the good that your child is doing, it magnifies that good. And by magnifying it, it helps to diminish other areas where they may be struggling in addition to having a better connection or better relationship with your child. So effective praise does a couple of things. It's not just praise. We're talking about effective praise as we teach on Smarter Parenting from the teaching family model. So effective praise, first off, it magnifies the good that your child is doing. And by having that magnified, they have to pay attention to it. And by paying attention to it, it becomes more ingrained in their brain of, hey, this is something that is of value, so I should pay attention to it. The second thing is, It is an effective way to build your relationship with your child because your child is seeing you as an advocate, as somebody who notices the good. Now, with Kate and Jason, we practiced the skill of effective praise. And I'm going to go through the steps so you know exactly how to do it so you can begin to use this skill after this podcast. And again, You can use effective praise with anyone. It doesn't matter who it is. You can use it with a spouse, with a neighbor, with a loved one, with the person who is, you know, bagging your groceries, whoever it may be, you can use effective praise and you'll find that there are connections being made when you use the skill. The steps to effective praise are only four. It's very simple. Number one, you want to show approval and you want to find a positive in the behavior that your child is exhibiting. Number two, describe the positive behavior and be very specific. And the example I often give is if you could take a picture of the good behavior, just describe what is happening in the picture. You want to be descriptive so your child knows you are paying attention to a specific behavior and so they know that they can repeat that behavior. Number three, Give a meaningful reason. Now, this is giving a meaningful reason for your child of why that behavior is important. And then the fourth step is give a reward, which is optional. So you don't have to give a reward every time. It does help, though, with children who struggle with ADHD and ODD because it helps cement in their brain that, hey, my positive behaviors are connected to a physical reward. And that helps them make those connections on if I behave a certain way, if I do certain things, I can receive a reward. And they don't have to be big rewards. You want to match the reward with the actual behavior. So if it's a small behavior, small reward. If it's a big behavior, big reward. But you want to match the size. So you're not giving something to your child that is something you can't continue to do in the future. The four steps are show approval, find a positive, two, describe the positive behavior and be specific, three, give a meaningful reason, and four, give a reward which is optional. 
So with Kate and Jason, I talked to them about this and they were looking at me like, well, my child doesn't do anything good. And many parents feel that way because they're struggling so much with their child that they're focused in on negative things that their child is doing. And yet there are even small things that you can praise. So we broke it down even to very, very simple things. Does Jared get up in the morning on his own? Does Jared uh, do any chores on his own? Does Jared find things to do when he's bored? Okay, those are all things if he's able to do those on his own, you want to praise. We talked about it and they decided, well, you know, sometimes when he's bored, He'll go and find something that uh, entertains him, and we don't have to find things for him. So I said, okay, well, let's apply effective praise to that. So in praising Jared, we're going to praise him for being able to find something that he can do on his own without his parents needing to give him things to do. I will use steps one and two fairly quickly. It doesn't take long to use effective praise. So I would say, hey, buddy, good job. You were able to find something to do with your time that was productive and helpful and fun for you. You know, when you can do those things on your own and find those fun things, you'll have more time to enjoy doing those things on your own. So that's giving a meaningful reason. And remember, I'm giving a meaningful reason that's important to him, not to me or to the family. And then I can give a reward. Great job for doing that. Because if you find a toy, you know, I'm more apt to buy you another toy to help you calm down and enjoy and have fun. As you can see, it doesn't take very long to use effective praise. You want to show approval, find a positive. So show approval. Great job. Describe the positive behavior. You were able to find a toy that, you know, occupied your time. Give a meaningful reason. When you find a toy that's helpful for you, it keeps you calm and, and you seem really happy. And then the optional reward. Well, you know, it makes me wonder if maybe you need another toy. Some more toys kind of help guide you. Now, remember, with effective praise, the reason that it works so well with children with ADHD and ODD is whatever you focus on is magnified. And with a child with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, if you only focus on the negative, that is the story they're telling themselves in their head. You want to consistently be focusing in on positive things, as well as with oppositional defiant disorder. If you keep focusing on all the negatives and you don't focus on anything positive they're doing, it just magnifies the negative and it increases the negative behavior in your child. Be very cautious and very aware. There is a ratio that is recommended when you are giving feedback or making correction to your child that I'll share with you, and it may seem difficult, but you should try it. The ratio is four effective praise statements to one correction. Now, that seems like a lot, but you can praise a lot of things. So there's a lot of things that your child is doing that's doing well. I've had a parent praise a child for just making eye contact. Look for whatever it can be that you can praise. Eye contact. I had one parent, we were praising the child for breathing, deep breathing. 
and taking time to deep breathe. There are things that your child is doing that you can praise. So look for those things. And as you magnify those things, your child will begin to magnify those things as well. And they're able to find an avenue to functioning more appropriately with you and with your family. With Kate and Jason, that was the goal. They were going to praise, they were going to use the four to one ratio, and they were going to focus in on the positives. They also were going to get uh, professional treatment in their area with their therapist for their son. A lot of parents have reported, yeah, my child has something more than just the attention deficit hyperactivity. They are oppositional, and the oppositional part is the most difficult part. So get help if you need the help. You can find the skill of effective praise on the Smarter Parenting website. Feel free to jump over there and check it out. And that is it for me for this week. Thank you for joining me wherever you may be. It is such a joy to be able to share this information with you. I am looking forward to hearing from you on how effective you can be in praising your child or praising other people and notice the connections that happen. That's it for me. I'll talk to you later. Thanks. Bye.